0: Over 40 years since the fall of Saigon, but today the Vietnam War still impacts U.S. and international politics and society. This is Sarah Grucha from the Ash Center for Democratic Governance and Innovation, and today I'm joined by Sarah Botstein, senior producer of the Vietnam War, a new film series by Ken Burns and Lynn Novick. Sarah, thank you so much for joining me. It's lovely
1: to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Sarah is on the Harvard campus for an exclusive screening of part of the Vietnam War. So we're going to spend some time today asking her some questions about the project and just getting her perspective. To get started, the Vietnam War, it's hardly it's uncharted territory. So when it comes to documentaries, films, books, it's definitely been well talked about. Was there a part of the story about the war that you felt hadn't been told yet? What inspired you to work on a documentary about such a
1: well-documented conflict? And that is a great Um, I think important and central question that Ken and Lynn have spent a lot of the last couple of months as we begin to talk about the film really thinking about and we all have but it's true a lot has been written about the war a lot of films have been made about the war there are many many photographic books and tons of material and I think taking a very serious look at the conflict this many years after the war in a long form documentary actually hasn't been done in almost a generation and we were really interested given new scholarship declassified material access to people at a different time in their lives to try and really understand and unpack what happened over for us, as is handed down in conventional wisdom, a 10-year conflict, but actually when you think about it, for the Vietnamese, a 30-year conflict. Yeah. And um, we had an extraordinary time. We decided 10 years ago to make the film. Wow. And we really have had the luxury of time and perspective and incredible access to material. And I think we ultimately are doing and have done something that hasn't been done before. Yeah, absolutely. So do you think the time that's passed has
0: really changed how willing people are to talk about it or the way in which they're able to talk about it? Are
1: people a little bit more subjective now that they're removed from the conflict? I think Ken would say, and I think he's right, that it takes 20 or 30 years to have some historical perspective on what's happened and what's happening. So that I think is just – a fact, And we tend, when we tackle big subjects, not to take the history right up to the present because we're not really sure how that history is going to be understood um, a couple decades from now. Having said that, I think for the Vietnam War, the people we interviewed, people who fought in the war, people who protested against it, family members who had... Um, family who died or fought on, on the winning and losing sides in Vietnam and also uh, he, every perspective here in America that there is something to this central time in their lives right. uh, where they're interested in trying to understand who they were then, that was their coming of age moment and it's, I think, interesting to think about what it was like to come of age then 40 years later.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so unlike the war, which you also helped produce with Ken Burns and Lid um, Novak about World War II, there isn't really a triumphant victory parade at the end of this one. Um, what were the challenges in making a film where the United States, in effect, lost the war? How did you all and the filmmakers grapple with some of the political currents that surrounded the war in the U.S.?
1: So, right, there's no happy ending to the Vietnam War for anybody. Um, and I think that makes the history extremely relevant, important, and interesting on all sides. This horrendous loss of life, horrendous strife, I think a splintering of our understanding of politics and how we think of ourselves as Americans here. Um, and I think that makes the generosity and humanity and thoughtfulness of the people that are in the film stand out even more, that they were really interested in trying to find a new truth about what happened, how to move past it, how to think about it, how to um, really understand the war in a somewhat different way than we have before as a country.
0: That's great. So obviously there were people that were willing to, to come forward and talk to you all, but compared to other projects, did you find that people were less willing to rehash some of these events?
1: No, oh, that's a good question. I think, um, you know, there are 80 people in the film. Yep. We interviewed 100 people, so there's some attrition when you're right. in the editing room. Of those 100 people, we probably spoke with at least 10 people to every person on camera. Wow. So we spoke to a lot of people. And I think in any subject, there are people who are hesitant to sit down in front of our cameras. Yeah. It's a very brave, trusting really heroic thing to do, I think. Um, So we have an extraordinary cast, as we sometimes say, and they, I think all of those people were interested themselves in understanding the war. Just because you fight in a war doesn't mean you understand it. Right. So finding people who, A, fought in it, lived through it, protested it, went to Canada, whatever their experience, or in Vietnam fought on the winning or losing side there um, finding, A, people who could represent a variety of perspectives, but then were really interested in telling their stories is a challenge, but it's also the best part of our job. Right. And
0: then of those people, I'm, it's been almost 40 years since the fall of Saigon. Did you find that both the personal and political emotions were still pretty raw?
1: I think I think emotions about the Vietnam War are very raw for everybody. Yeah. And I think that's for several reasons. One of which a very thoughtful woman we interviewed, I think put into clear focus for us, which is that for anybody, the time that you come of age has a power and place in your life unlike any other time. So you're very, everything is heightened in your, in your youth and in your college years and in, yeah. in that time in life. So going back there, you're immediately brought back to how you felt then. We have discovered that a little bit for sure.
0: Switching a little bit, the Vietnamese perspective is really well represented in the film, um, with fighters, civilians, and North Vietnam's political leaders. How have Vietnamese audiences reacted to the film?
1: We've shown it to a handful of Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. We have some Vietnamese advisors to the project. We've shared it with some Vietnamese Americans in this country. And I think similar to the Americans we've showed it to, and we really have shown it to a teeny tiny little fraction because it doesn't yeah. come out until September, Think people are all extremely interested and pleased with not only the representation of a wide variety of perspectives and stories, but in the... um, I mean, it's it's a long film. It's a deep commitment. Ken likes to say it's a little bit of a Russian novel. You meet a character in episode one and you've got to wait all the way till 18 hours later to really understand what's going to happen to them. So... And Ken would also say, and I think Lynn says this too, the longer and more patient and more um, focused of you where you are, the more rewarding the film hopefully will be.
0: In one of the promos for the series, Ken Burns says, the film isn't a series of answers, it's a series of questions. So looking at the series as a whole, if you had to pick one or two of the biggest questions that you guys pose, what would they be? Without giving away too much, of course. (laughs) We don't
1: actually... In our in our overture and our introduction, we pose some questions, but we don't yeah. we we don't presume to um, tell our audience what questions to walk away with. I think yeah. for me, working on the film, there are questions that the film raises mm-hmm. for just for me personally. Which yeah. um, I'm 45 years old. I was born in 1972, so my personal connection to the actual war is doesn't exist. It's pretty far removed. So for me. Um, growing up and coming of age in the 80s and 90s trying to understand what happened in Vietnam and how it informed what happened militarily and politically in my life was interesting so questions of spreading democracy what is America's role in the world nation-building counterinsurgency what kind of wars do we get ourselves involved in and why those are central questions today that I think have some seeds in what happened in Vietnam.
0: All great points. So I'll just leave with one more question. Is there anything else about the film, about your experience um, meeting all these people that you'd like to share?
1: No, I think it, it, as I said at the beginning, it's a total privilege to work on a project like this at the scale of what we do. Just, we have an incredible team. Ken and Lynn are extraordinary leaders and directors. And I think we are as a group and as a film company, very eager for the co- to share the film with the country, as Ken and Lynn always say, we've been working on it for so long, just this tiny little group of people. And now to give birth to 10 episodes and share it with the whole world is, is both daunting and extremely exciting.
0: Great. Well, Sarah, thank you so much. Thanks um, for having me. For those listening, the Vietnam War will be on PBS.
1: And In September.
0: Ah, it- oh, great. So
1: stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. September 17th.
0: All right, it thanks so much.
1: There. Okay, thank you. You've been listening to
0: ASHCAST, the Ash Center for Democratic Governance and Innovations podcast. For more information about the Ash Center, upcoming events, and future podcasts, please visit our website, ash.harvard.edu, and follow us on social media, at HarvardAsh.